0: here's a message from ken Lavica. i mean holy god an nba team lost one of 82 wrap up the heat season it's done time to pack it in stone labanowitz hit the open
1: on your mark get set go you are listening to ken Lavica
2: live presented by fau mba and sport management programs <laughs> turn it up turn it up
1: from the Anajar and Bean Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. There
0: is so much hand-wringing over an 82-game regular season. I have been on this planet for 37 years. I'm not sure that I have seen the amount of, of panic, the amount of overreaction, the amount of hysteria that I get the day after a Heat loss, a Heat team that has won 19 more times than they've lost this year. What is wrong with you people? Ken Levick alive on a Thursday on ESPN 106.3, the free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. Friday Night Lights, Stone Banowitz. he's running this whole charade until 2 o'clock. We're in the Phillips Point Towers and a John Levine ac- Accident Attorney Studios downtown West Palm Beach right off of the sunny and very comfortable Intracoastal. Let's relive it. Let, let's go ahead and, and face this head on, straight on, look it right in the eyes. Here is Bally Sports Milwaukee with the key plays from last night's one-point heat loss to the Bucks.
1: South exactly, yeah. for turnover. Chris pulls from up top and he hits. Giannis wins it into the hands here of Bobby. Drew brings it up. Final few seconds. Four to play. Drew leading in. High up oh the yeah. Bucks take the lead.
2: Snaps a Victory out of the jaws of defeat. Get boys.
1: Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come complete. Holiday.
0: Drew Holiday wins it with 1.9 seconds left to go. The Heat blow a 14 point lead in the final six minutes. Tyler Hero careless with the basketball. The Bucks get help from the refs. Jimmy Butler was followed by Giannis on an inbound. The Heat went into comfort mode on offense, trying to eat up the clock. It didn't work. And uh, you know what I'm ready to say? Stone, fire off the air raid sirens. It's panic mode. Pack up all your stuff. It's over. Grab your kids. Take your most valuable belongings and evacuate. It's time to head to the shelter. It's all over. Cancel the heat season. If you had tickets the rest of the year, don't bother going FTX Arena. It's done. That's it. Pack it in. And uh, we'll go ahead and just look ahead to next year. Wins the draft Not like the heater picking in the first round wins free agency That's it.
3: It was good while it lasted. It was
0: a whole lot of fun while it lasted the the, the heat jumping out to the number one spot in the east that was a whole lot of fun well while... wait wait you mean they're still they're still the top team in the east. Wait it was only two days ago that they throttled. The second place team in the East, Chicago at home. Wait, you mean that the Heat had a 14-point lead with six minutes left to go at the defending NBA champions, the world champions? They lost by one? Wait, things aren't terrible? Things aren't falling apart? Things aren't melting? We're not in some NBA nuclear Armageddon? I mean... If you look at social media, if you look at Heat Twitter, you would think that the Heat lost to the Bucks in Game 6 of the Eastern Conference Finals last night. Would you people get a damn grip? I mean, sweet God. It is March 3rd, okay? It is March 3rd. The Heat lost a game in Milwaukee, A place that's difficult to win. Again, the defending NBA champions in a game where the Heat outplayed the Bucs through vast portions of this game and couldn't close it out. You know what? It happens.
3: But Ken, but Ken, Jimmy Butler can't shoot. Jimmy Butler
0: had an off night. Oh, no. You know who was awesome? Tyler Hero. He got a little sloppy at the end, but he was outstanding. 30 ball. Duncan Robinson outstanding. All the hand-wringing about him at the beginning of the season. He's just stealing Heat money. He's been flat-out money over the last month now.
3: Five of seven from three last night.
0: Oh, yeah, and let's not forget too that the Heat didn't have their starting point guard. So Tyler Hero isn't handling the ball in those situations late if this was the postseason because that's why you have Kyle Lowry. Would you people breathe? Okay? Okay. I mean, we are 63 games into an 82 game season. The Heat are 41 and 22. They're a game and a half better than second place Chicago. These things happen because it's Thursday. I forgot to mention. We welcome in our regal queen, our illustrious show mom. It is Keely Ferguson of WPTV News Channel Five, WFLX Fox 29. Keely, I am I am trying to talk down the masses here. I wish people would chill. I wish they would calm down. And this is coming from me, who's maybe one of the most uptight people on the planet. Indeed. I've got to be one of the most uptight people in your life, in your (laughs) circle. And I just, I don't know if it's age I don't know if this is thirty-seven years around the sun for me, and I've learned it, when it comes to the regular season in sports to just kick my feet up a little bit and have some perspective. But Heat fans freaking out over last night—it really comes off as embarrassing. Like I'm embarrassed for Heat
2: fans. I mean, I I hear you. However, it was the way they lost. Okay. And that, but that's a big deal. I hear you. You're, but every- so would it have been better to get blown out. But, yeah, because then you know what it is. Then you're like, okay, well, we just didn't have it tonight. You understand what I'm saying? But to be, to be up 15, 14-15 in the final quarter and to get outscored 21-6 to six in the final quarter, and I hear what you're saying about that's the defending champions, but that could very well be a prelude to what we might see in the playoffs. And if this were December, I could feel you. If this were January, I could feel you. It is March and we're almost finished with the regular season. And so while I understand we shouldn't put in a lot of stock into the regular season, when you lose in that way to that team, it 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 can be a sign of how, how are you are you going to tense up in the in the postseason against this team? You know what I'm saying? I, so I, 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 can, I can see. I mean, don't get me wrong. Heat fans are a little Kevin Durant-like. I mean, And there's Jesus. nothing wrong with being in touch with your emotions. However, <laughs> I do think, I do understand this one. I understand this one. I, I look at this. It's like beating the all-living
0: hell out of the Bulls earlier this week never happened. It's like it never happened. And doing so with Max Struess and Gabe Vincent. Like, you beat the hell out of the Bulls with that team. You didn't have your starting point guard last night. The Heat haven't even put together a string of like three games this year at full strength. And yet, we're going to hyperventilate. We're going
2: to take out the collective paper bag and we're just going to. But you don't do that in the. There are very rarely blowouts in the postseason. And rarely. So, and so, what we saw last night is more indicative of a postseason game. Atmosphere, okay. as opposed to blowing a team out, and so if you get blown out or blow a team out, either way, it's just like, oh, listen, listen, man, forget it, it, it it's not happening. But when it's that close, it's all the shoulda, coulda, woulda. How did we let that happen? And it and it does something to you mentally. When when Chris Middleton hit that three pointer, mm. I was at, I was at the station, and I texted my husband because he's he's a he's a yell at the TV or yeah yeah, yeah person. Yeah. He's that guy, and I said. I hope you didn't wake the dog or the <laughs> children. Well, the children sleep, the, the children are used to it. The dog is still a new still member adjusting. to our family, yeah. but the dog didn't wake up. I said, you, did, you didn't wake the dog or the children with that three-pointer digit. And he said, no, everybody's good. But I, I, I can see how that takes the wind out of your sails as a team and as a, a fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I get it. Whether I agree with it or not is, besi- is beside the point, but I understand. I I hear you, yeah, but but I you got to understand this one. I
0: also I understand being frustrated. I do, but to act like this is going to be a foretelling of what's to come, like that's it, the social media aspect. Heat Twitter is all over that today. The Heat have beaten the Bulls every time they've played this season. The Heat have beaten the Bucks this season. The Heat have beaten Cleveland. The Heat have beaten Boston. Toronto's been a rough matchup for the Heat, but they're all the way down in the seventh seed right now. The Heat have beaten Brooklyn, who uh, the almighty Kevin Durant comes back tonight to play Mm -hmm. the Heat. I don't even want to see the scorched landscape that's going to result from the Heat losing to the Nets tonight. Uh, can can you imagine after last night, where we're about to close the doors on the season, Stone? God forbid you lose to Brooklyn yeah. with Kevin Durant. My God, jam this 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 microphone into my skull. It's all <laughs> over.
3: Yeah, and I read the stat to you yesterday that the Heat are eight and two uh, before last night against the Bucks, Bulls, and the mm-hmm. Nets mm-hmm. combined. So eight and three. Whoop-dee-doo! You know what's good? That's 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 good. That's great.
0: Yeah, or you could be the Bulls who are two and seventeen against teams with a winning percentage above six hundred this year. Yeah, that's but not good.
2: I, I again that I more hear foretells
0: playoff problems, right?
2: I yes, I hear you guys, but but it, there are two things that they say about playoffs. The biggest thing is adjustments. They always talk about having adjustments from game to game. who's the best adjustment coach in the NBA? I was just about to say we got Spolstra on the bench. me. But at the same time, you got to make them in game too. And when you see that lead just chipping away, chipping away, you got to have a mental toughness about you as a team. I'm not saying they don't have it. I'm just speaking as I understand what fans are saying. Why can't we get back in rhythm? Sure. Why can't we get back in rhythm? You understand?
0: I understand. I totally, I understand frustration, but despair I don't get that even even at this point March 3rd in the NBA regular season where you're 63 games in to an 82 game slate for me for me if this was 2 weeks before the playoffs and things like this are happening and the heat have gotten healthy then I'm starting to be concerned it's the same thing in baseball I I really start to get with the White Sox if you get to mid July and things aren't clicking in an 162-game season, all right, well, maybe you're starting to see the whole story on that team. But the Heat, we haven't even seen the best Heat all year long, the best collection on the floor all year long. Yet here they sit, still a game and a half above anybody else in the conference.
2: And we may not. This may be who who they have. You, They may have to ride to the postseason with this team. And so I get it. And then to that point about baseball, you're saying mid-July a.k.a. post-the-All-Star break. Mm-hmm. We're post-the-All-Star yeah, break in, sure. in the NBA. So, you again, if we're having this conversation at the beginning of February, pre-All-Star break, I hear you. But I do understand fans being concerned. Now, if they lose tonight to the Nets, it it definitely feels like Disband the, the, franchise. Sky is, the sky is falling. It, we're going to be chicken little in it. Fire all, spell, up and through. Pat Riley, retire. Get but rid But had they won last night and lost tonight... I think they would feel differently because it's the second game of a back to back.
0: I will never freak out about a road loss in the regular season to the the NBA. I'm just not going to do it. But to
2: be the man, you got to beat the man. And I understand they've beat the man before. I I get that. But has it been, has there been this close or a collapse this way? I mean, they still had so many chances to win that game. But once that three, I mean, the three-pointer happens, the they're still up.
0: But you knew what was going to happen. Correct. To, well, keep, to keep it baseball... Giannis followed Jimmy. Sorry. Uh, 100%. <laughs> but
3: we but to, all love Giannis. To keep it baseball-related, we were without our closer last night. And Kyle Lowry. Somebody who the ball is going to be in his hands late down the stretch. Don't play the heat, by the way. Yes. yeah. I am totally we. He's a, he's
0: a we guy. You don't
2: do a we?
3: I don't do a we. I thought you would have been a
2: we. With wee.
0: FAU, I think I can get away with it. But for sure, that, I am not a
2: we person either.
0: Yeah. I'm a, no, I got a no lot things. of wee's. The Packers. I'm a wee person, like five, six, <laughs> but not like a wee person in sports. Not yes, second person. Right. Yes. But you're right. With Kyle Lowry, you don't have your starting point guard. Like uh, again, That's that changes so many things, and you don't have those inbounding problems like the heat we're having, because Kyle Lowry takes care of that stuff. Uh you're you're able to get easier into your half court sets when you have Kyle Lowry. Listen, all I'm saying is that this is no reason you can be morose. You can be disappointed. But to start freaking got that out, word of the
2: day calendar. <laughs> he does. Morose.
0: That's right. I crossed it off this morning. <laughs> uh but but this is no reason to freak out. But here's my question. When does the regular season in each sport actually start to matter? When does the regular season actually start to matter to you? Whether you're talking NBA or baseball or the NFL? When does it actually start to matter? 888-760-3776. 760 3776 And you can tweet at us, at KLV1063, with the NBA. Am I wrong? Is the regular season on a night-to-night basis now? Do all of these games absolutely, without question, matter down the stretch? Or are we still in... Just chill category like I am in. When does the regular season actually start to matter? 888-760-3776. And let's add this in there. What's the team that you're most irrational about? (laughs) Because I think that the word to best describe Heat Twitter after last night is irrational. Like, There's just irrational behavior happening. (laughs) And uh, I'm irrational, though. I get it. I am irrational about. Agreed. Everything. Uh, well, a lot of things. I mean, an awful lot of things. But the team I'm most irrational about is probably the Dolphins. And the NFL regular season's different, though, because the NFL regular mm-hmm. season, you got 17 games to prove it. Mm-hmm. It's a much smaller sample size. Mm-hmm. But as we saw with the Dolphins, they started one and eight, and with two weeks left to go, they controlled their own destiny to get into the postseason. So there are even levels to this with the NFL. And a 17 game regular season.
2: I don't know if I agree with that. I hear you. I hear you. I'm just saying, I don't agree with it. There's more
0: urgency to it, but you also, it's not like you can't afford to go through a rough two or three week stretch.
2: Two or three.
0: Oh, yeah. The Dolphins went not, through a, not rough a nine seven, week seven week game stretch. Right. Yeah, right. No, no. not but that. That's like the extreme end of Correct. things. But
2: they still, That was an anomaly.
0: They still had a chance at the playoffs uh, despite that start. That's all I'm saying. Like, you can get away with a two or three week issue in week six, seven, eight. Two or three week issue is like the story of my career over and over and over again. It's gonna be the title of my autobiography. Two, two or three-week three week issue, the Ken Levicka story.
2: <laughs> or or all the issues.
0: All the issues. All period the period issues. <laughs> That's right.
2: Gotta hammer it home. Yes.
0: When does the regular season actually start to matter? You pick the sport, you tell me, and with the NBA in particular, am I being too dismissive of the heat loss last night? I just feel like I've seen enough of this team, especially shorthanded, especially when you have Spolster as your head coach, especially when you have the depth that the Heat have, especially when you have the guy who I think should be the sixth man of the year in Tyler Hero, especially since you have the guy that I think is going to be the NBA defensive player of the year or should be, who's better than Rudy Gobert in Bam Adebayo, the guy in Jimmy Butler who is not going to have off nights like that consecutively in the postseason. I feel fine about the heat. Am I being too dismissive, though? Eight 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 seven six 760 3776 Let's stick down with the NFL, Keely. When do you think that these games, in the regular season, when should you start acting in a depressive, irrational manner in the NFL when your team starts to drop games?
2: After week four.
0: After week four. Yeah. Okay. I,
2: and I will say there are extremes to this, kind of, to your point about there being levels to the, but that. But that really is, that's one of those, you have a possibility, but it's like, what is the probability of that happening? And like, you know, at this point, what are, what is your possibility of marrying Naomi Campbell
0: now? Mm-hmm. How old is she now, by the way?
2: It doesn't matter.
0: She ages like a fine wine. It
2: doesn't really matter. She's 50-something now. She's in her 50s, I feel. Or late 40s. Late 40s? Late 40s, early 50s. She's pretty close to 50. 51.
0: 51? (laughs) And she still looks...
2: And so... What's up, Naomi? That's it. You know, if Vivi gets smart and says, you know what? I'm I'm done, Ken. Yeah. But if she... I'm just joking. I don't advocate for divorce. But (laughs) I don't. Uh, I I like that Keely had to drop that disclaimer as
0: if someone was like... Did Kelly just say that Ken's wife should divorce him? Like, I just, listen, just making sure. You never know. But you know what? You We're talking know. about irrational today. There's right. a lot of irrational. Out
2: right. There. So, do you have? Is there a possibility you could marry Naomi Campbell? Sure. Anything. She's possible. on. Yeah, she's on planet Earth. And you're on planet Earth. We're <laughs> both the same species. But what? Right. Uh-huh. But what is the <laughs> po- probability yeah. of that happening? Yeah. That happened uh, during this with the Saints in the 2007 season, right after they had come off that loss in the uh, NFC Championship, uh-huh. and they went 0-4, and then they won. So they lost four straight. They won four straight. I don't think they made the playoffs the next season. But the point is that first eight games, that first four games looked terrible, and then after eight games, it's like, okay, maybe this team is starting to come back. Right. That's, again, that's that, like that Dolphins extreme. But generally, if you're kind of not with it, if you start under five hundred after week four, five, I uh, I'm starting to look at you side because okay. because now okay. because now there are too many variables. You know you're not uh, unless you go on a run, you know you're not going to be the one or two seed mm. in your division. So now you have to hope and that's the thing, you know, with the NFL when we start coming to those last couple of weeks. Okay, if this happens, then this could happen, and now if if scenario A, B, C, and D happen, then you can get in. It's too much. You, vari- you do control your own the, the variables,
0: that. that is an important discussion to have because it also does depend on what division you're in in the mm-hmm. NFL. It depends on right. what conference you're in in the NBA. Yeah. Like Say the Bengals, for example. They finished, what, 11-5 and five in the regular season? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so if you're – let's see. What was the best division in football this year? The one where – I mean – 11 and 5, some years in some divisions, you're not automatically winning the division. Sometimes right. you have a team that finishes 9 and 7. I know that we're going back to 16 game seasons. Right, you right, know what right, I'm talking right. about. Right. Like the NFC West has was, had 8 and 8 right. or 7 and 9 right. going right. into the playoffs. Right. So that matters. You're right. You're not getting the one or two seed in your conference, but you're at least winning your division. You're going to host a playoff game, all of that. In the NBA, this is where I feel good about the Heat. The East is not. Spectacular, right? Okay, the West is the the the, the conference with sort of the, the the higher echelon of teams at the top of its conference. Um, but that's why I like you can grind out the one seed in the East, and I like the Heat to be able to grind out that one seed because it doesn't matter what's happening in the West as long as you have the home court advantage throughout the postseason, you feel good about your path and anything that you can do. Like I think that. The Heat have already shown that they're going to be able to compete with anybody and they're fine. Losses on the road happen. Even if it is March 3rd, it happens. It's okay. And you move on. You see where you stack up tonight with a closer iteration of the Nets with what you're going to see in the postseason. And then you're home for 10 of the next 11. If if the Heat go 500 at home in this next stretch, Mm -hmm. then I'll start to feel concerned. But until then... I think they extend their lead in the East with this stretch. They've already gone through the toughest part of the year in the toughest circumstances of the year. That's all I'm saying is that's why I'm not going to fly off the
2: handle about last well, night. Well, don't because there are too many things for you to do that with just in general. Oh, yeah, for life, sure. So do, don't do that. Just in life in general. You're but, exactly right. But I get it. I, I get where fans are. Just but Again, it, a, bl- a blowout loss is better because you know what it is. You know what it is in the third quarter. You're like, huh? yeah, let me just turn this off. Right. But you're so invested invested in those last I mean that went down to the second yeah well and you're invested
0: I think what comes into it for Heat fans too is that there is this sense that they're being snubbed on the national level because they don't play many nationally televised (laughs) games and I get it they've been near the top or at the top of the east the entire season yet we're still getting Knicks. Nationally televised game shoved down our throat. All we hear is about James Harden and Joel Embiid. Mm -hmm. And here comes Kevin Durant. And what's next for Kyrie? And oh, yeah, the Lakers who might not even make the playing game into the playoffs. They might not, they might miss it all together. Yet they can't stop being on national television, not only being on national television, but getting crapped on on national television, getting beaten on a nightly basis. So I get that. But just because you're insecure about your team standing on the national (laughs) scale doesn't mean that you freak out about this. Have some damn confidence. (laughs) Some damn
3: confidence. It is is disrespectful. We've been in that looming contenders category all season long. Yeah, thanks, ESPN.
0: With the Lakers. With that that aged terribly.
2: (laughs) But, okay, Stone, you've been in this business at this point long enough for however many months or years. (laughs) Months. Months. (laughs) <laughs> but you've been in it long enough to know what moves the needle for sure and so this heat team as good as they are doesn't move the needle because they don't have anybody that you can point to you're like duncan robinson yep i want i want to see him well let's well, talk about that, whatever that's that kind true. of how they've
3: always gotten down like the heat culture has been a thing like it's a team oriented when it when it comes to the heat
2: but, right I, I, but but back in 11, 12, 13, Yeah, you 14. had the
0: biggest attraction in sports.
2: Right, and th- and that's what it is because at the end of the that's day, a good point. even though basketball is great, football is great, sports are great, you gotta hear the stories. I need a story. Mm-hmm. It, uh, we used to call it, um, oh, it, it escapes me right now, but it's essentially the it factor. It's oh, the hook. What is the hook? What is going to get me as a viewer to stay and watch what you're saying about it? Because at the end of the day, a pick and roll is a pick and roll is a pick and roll.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Whether it's, you know Giannis on the team doing it or whether it's Jimmy Butler or whoever it is a pick and roll is a pick and roll so tell me why I need to be invested in this thing and I don't want fans particularly Heat fans to feel like it should just be about basketball if that were if that were true then we would never hear about the Knicks ever right well but New York is the biggest media market in the world so we're always going to hear about the Knicks the Lakers are a storied franchise we're Always going to hear about the Lakers, particularly because they have LeBron James on. We're always going to hear about that. Kyrie, what new uh, flat earth thing are you talking about today? So we want to hear about what you're saying. Kevin Durant, are you subtweeting? We want to hear about what you're talking about. James Harden in this crazy beard, what are you talking about? And how uh, good or bad are you going to play? And are you about to be mad? Are you about to combust in about two months? Those are stories. And that's why those things matter. I get it. I hear you. I just don't want people to – it's kind of like – you know, the hot person that, that peaks in high school, don't worry about it. Your time is coming. <laughs> Your time is coming. And, and you're going to have what really matters, a chip. Yeah, I yeah. like that. But I also
0: think, too, that uh, there are a lot of fans that still hold the big three against the Heat. So they don't gonna <laughs> want to acknowledge them for, the Heat are too consistent. The Heat are too consistent. They identify their type of players. They're coached by a guy who's just better than everybody else. Uh, the the man who puts the rosters together is a damn genius and has been for decades. I think that the Heat the Heat are too stable to get national attention.
2: The other thing too, because I just I I try, was trying to find an equivalent. If the Patriots were in San Antonio, mm-hmm. like the San Antonio Spurs, think about how consistent that team was right. late '90s. Early two thousands, you didn't hear much about. They weren't them.
0: moving any needles. No, yeah, the Heat are too consistent. No. They they are the 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 Spurs of South Florida.
2: Yeah, you're just like yeah, you're like where is San Antonio anyway? In Te- yeah. Oh, because it's Texas. But okay, if yeah. they were,
0: but if the Spurs were in New York,
2: well, correct,
0: <laughs> greatest team of all time, correct, MSG Cathedral, the or crowds they, does sound different.
2: Or if they had, or if they had a a character, if you will.
0: But Jimmy Butler's a character Jimmy Butler is our character but I think when you have when you have dopes like the ones in Philadelphia who want to paint him as a bad guy or someone in Minnesota wants mm-hmm. to paint him as a bad guy uh, people don't actually they say they're doing their own research but they actually don't they don't know what they're reading they don't know what they're talking <laughs> about they just they just parrot things they repeat mm-hmm. things and so oh I don't uh-huh. like Jimmy Butler because he's a bad guy. When they don't actually know the Jimmy Butler story and what he actually means to a locker room. Don't be mad because your locker room was soft. Okay? Like oh. That's that's Jimmy Butler's, that, that's that been Jimmy Butler's issue. He's been in soft locker rooms and he's not a soft dude.
2: And, and people couldn't handle it. Mm-hmm. I got you. Yeah.
0: And that's the reason he's the perfect face for this team and for heat culture. Everybody, chill the hell out. When does the regular season actually start to matter? You pick the sport, you tell me. And am I being too dismissive of last night's heat loss in Milwaukee? When does the regular season actually start to matter? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And what's the team that you get most irrational about? It's the team that you're just completely irrational about because the heat well, saw a lot of that last night. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Ken Alive is presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash sport I'd go as far to say if you're looking for a path into the sports industry, you going any other direction than the fau MBA Sport Management Program, that's irrational. It makes no sense. It's just not good business on your part. The fau MBA Sport Management Program ranked number 19 in the world according to sport business. That is up 11 spots from a year ago. We're talking elite level. And again, not just in Florida, not just in the U.S., but around the globe. The fau MBA Sport Management Program has a reputation. That reputation is The best in the business are coming out of there, and they are going to make your organization better. The sports industry, they want those who have gotten their MBA in sport management at Florida Atlantic. FAU.edu slash MBA sport. Find out more about it. Sign up for classes on campus in the fall or remotely. It's the FAU MBA sport management program. FAU.edu slash MBA sport. When we return, we'll continue to discuss the regular season. When does it actually start to matter? And am I being too dismissive of the heat loss last night? 888 760 888 760 Plus, you will never believe the ticket prices for Coach K's last game Saturday at Duke. It is almost beyond belief. She's Keely Ferguson, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken
1: Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Panic mode, freak out mode.
0: Everybody take a Xanax. Now, I'm not a doctor, and so don't take that literally. I don't like a lawsuit on my hand. A proverbial, there we go, a proverbial Xanax. There.
1: Just to save myself, you never know. Ken Levick Alive presented by... The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash sport. Asked on Twitter, at KLV1063, how
0: significant was last night's heat loss? Aiden pierce Maher says, if they spiral and lose the next two or three, it will be significant. I thought if they went out and beat Milwaukee, Brooklyn, and Philly this week, this could have essentially locked up the number one seed by merely going five hundred the rest of the way. So, yeah, it's significant. The one seed is so important with the play-in now. It almost guarantees pass to the next round against a possible 10th seed team. If you don't have the confidence to just beat a simple eight seed team, and you have to rely on taking the play in team, like that's on you. That's if you don't have the confidence for a seven seed team, an eight seed team, like that's on you. I'll take the Heat in five, no matter what.
3: Yeah, we're that guy said that. Uh, what was his name? Aiden. Aiden said that if we lose the next two or three, we're spiraling. We're two games up on Chicago. Yeah. So we can go ahead and lose two. Uh, and again, 10 of the next 11 after tonight are at home. Or at
0: the crib. I mean, come on. Uh, Mike G says, last night wasn't significant at all. They were red hot and bound to have an average to below average outing. And that's the thing. They were average. They shot well from three. They were average, though, without their starting point guard and uh, lost by one on the road. I mean, when
2: you, but when you say it like that, you don't tell the full story. You have to tell the full story. Like if I didn't watch that game, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Oh, the Heat lost to the defending NBA champions right. by one." You're They're, like, oh, "Okay, they were
0: up fourteen with six minutes left." Yeah. Okay, without their starting point guard,
2: and then Milwaukee went on a twenty-one-six win.
0: Okay, the Heat were the better team all night last
3: night,
2: and they still lost. Okay, can I put into perspective- again without Kyle Lowry?
3: Can I put into perspective that Milwaukee was four-and-a-half-point favorites? Like, they were supposed to win oh, that game. Here we game. go.
0: I knew the degenerate was coming in at the Not Vegas the degenerate. stuff.
3: They were supposed to win that game.
2: I, I I hear you, but we can't go into the playoffs like that. Because they, they may still be dogs if they play Milwaukee. I mean, see? They,
3: in game one, if they play them, they most definitely will be.
2: And do you just go? Well, they were supposed to lose that series.
3: Uh, yeah, because we'll probably trade games at home. Like Milwaukee will win the games at home, and Miami will win their games at home. It's L- the playoffs. Listen, I am, I am, I'm a sunshiny person, so I can't help it. I'm, I am uh, an
0: optimist. Sunshine okay, <laughs> I, I'm just an optimist. You're right? so far from an optimist. Everybody knows yeah. me. I just, I always look on the the bright side of things. Mm. I choose to focus on the fact that Tyler Hero was fantastic like lead the team pick up where Jimmy Butler couldn't get it done last night how does that not bode well for the postseason uh Duncan Robinson is Duncan Robinson again and you did all of this and should have won last night with Jimmy Butler having a a bad night but staying engaged and doing Jimmy Butler things on the defensive end last night I mean again this team is fine fine and that's just me, Mister Sonny.
2: I will say, <laughs> when when Ken is not tripping though, maybe we should all chillax and take a chill pill. used to Say back in the day. Yeah, because Ken is not usually. Freaking out.
0: I'm banging my fists on the table and everything is the worst. Okay.
2: Side note: Could Duncan Robinson be anything other than a basketball player? Because his names are Duncan and Robinson, and he's or am I the only person white is an a
3: really good three point shooter? Mm-hmm. No, Duncan Robinson is an accountant.
2: Because in my, in my head, white. He, he, he is white. <laughs> Very white. That he is. He is white. I, in my head, when I first saw him, not saw him, heard his name. Because when you see him, it just takes it all out. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, Tim Duncan, David Robinson. Well, who could he be but a basketball player? <laughs> but he was supposed to be an accountant, Ken.
3: Yeah. An accountant. That was his calling. The, <laughs> and I also don't think he's don't dunked. Don't be
2: stereotyping white people. That's I rude. also
3: don't think he's dunked once in an NBA game either. But. His name's Duncan. I, dis, I, I think, no, I think he has. Maybe once. he has.
2: The fact that you have to think about it <laughs> well, <laughs> means like it doesn't it's happen often. very often. I don't think
0: it's often. Uh, so Coach K has his last game on Saturday uh, at Cameron Spell Indoor. his name. Don't look at it. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I know it starts K-R- uh, That's,
2: I can't do it either. Y I see to to it.
0: C Z C.
2: Oh yeah, all those letters in. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Just are they in the right order? Yeah,
0: no, I um, <laughs> yeah, I can't. I'm done after that. That's the thing is that like, I mean, and I ran into this problem growing up around uh Chicago Polish. Like the the last names are, so, it's very hard to get them on the first try. Mm-hmm, when, mm-hmm. You can pronounce them, but then spelling them. There's a lot of in the Polish language. There are a lot of hidden consonants, and it is extremely. <laughs> <You're> like, Why are <laughs> there so many consonants? Yeah, it's in like, man, snakes. that seems unnecessary. <laughs> um, but Mike Shushetsky is certainly one of the uh, one of the Chicago Polish, where it is very difficult to on a first try, yeah. second try, third try, fifth try, tenth try, actually spell his name correctly. So he's Coach K. He's Coach K, exactly. So, uh, Coach K's final game at Cameron Indoor uh, against North Carolina with Duke trying to clinch the outright ACC mm. title on Saturday. Vivid seats right now, and this is according to a tweet from Jeff Goodman, college basketball reporter, has seats ranging from 5000 to $17,000 wow. right now. $17,000. Let me just give you a little bit. Of a perspective on this. So, the hottest sports ticket since 2010, according to Forbes Super Bowl, Bucks, Chiefs, Raymond James last year, almost $8,400. Okay. Uh, Super Bowl this year, almost $6,000 a seat. Uh, Chiefs, 49ers here in South Florida, Super Bowl, almost $5,800. Eagles, Patriots, Minneapolis, almost $5,000. And then you have North Carolina, Duke, that right now the average ticket is going for fifty five hundred dollars, high end seventeen thousand dollars. Wow! Can you imagine? Can you imagine? And think about it. This is college basketball. Where does it sit in the pantheon of sports popularity now in this country? Right. Like sixth. Yeah. Seventh. And it shows you, Coach K, how big of a brand he is. Mm-hmm. Like Coach K is really one of the few recognizable features left of college basketball. Even the sports novice, you say Coach K, and they immediately think Duke. Uh I just wonder what's going to happen to Duke when Coach K leaves and is no longer there. And... Like, what does college basketball become without Coach K? Is that that right there? These money values for these tickets are case in point how important that dude is to the sport.
2: True. I mean, and this no disrespect to Coach K. I mean, I think we we become prisoners of the moment all always when that. I think if if you had sports talk radio in the way that it is now, mm-hmm. a twenty four hour news cycle, when John Wooden left UCLA, sure, people sure. would have been saying the same thing. What is gonna happen to the Bruins now? Granted. <laughs> yeah, they, they haven't been they, quite right, the same, right? Right. But I mean, it's hard to win ten times.
0: I love how I mean, I'm sitting really here. Hard. I'm undercutting college basketball, and don't forget tonight I'll uh, be on the call of uh, FAUFIU on the Florida Atlantic Basketball Radio Network from Wakefield. Um, so <laughs> with your boy Dusty, uh, yeah, uh-huh, my boy Dusty May. So, uh, how, how? What's the most expensive ticket you've ever bought to go now to a know, sporting event? You know, you
2: know, good and well. is that zero? I don't buy tickets to sporting <laughs> events. I ca- I can't. Can you fool? I can't, oh man! Like I, when is the last time you actually
0: paid to go to a sporting I event? I think
2: college. I think I bought Lakers get, Lakers tickets in college. She's just and living this is, stone. And this is it's when all free. And man. this is when they uh, were still playing in the forum. Okay, So let let you know how long ago that was.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh,
2: yeah, man.
0: It's, so it's been a long time. It's been a
2: long time. All right, so. But I've always been working. You know what I mean? Sure. So, sure. and if I wasn't working and going, and very rarely do I go to games when I'm not working, but because I've made so many contacts over the years, yeah. you can just call somebody and ask them for tickets. So, because everybody always gets t- people always get tickets, right? Now, I'm not
0: good at like things. I don't like asking for things. <laughs> You're I not am not good at. Things. I'm not good at things, but I also don't like. I don't like asking favors of I anybody. I, I hate that. that. Yeah. That also means there are countless sporting events via ESPN West Palm that I could go to for free that I end up just buying You don't, for. wait,
2: time out. I, you don't ask for the tickets that they some, offer us here?
0: Sometimes. Not all the time,
2: though. I'm like, now that's crazy. Because again, like, if that I decide,
0: crazy. if I decide like the day before I want to go to something, I don't want to bother people to try and like rush through here. They like, bother
2: uh, you and ask you to do stuff at the last minute I know, notice. I know. And uh, I'm Now weak. granted, you get paid, but that's not the point.
0: I know, but I'm weak. As we've established <laughs> on this show, I'm a beta. Right? like I'm, I'm I I never said that. No, but Jeanette said
3: it. Courtney. Stone said it. No, I didn't say Oh, Courtney it. said it. And then You're Courtney right. presumed to <gasps> call
0: me a beta, as well. A beta <gasps> as well. Courtney, the marketing director, called <gasps> us betas. Now yeah, we're going to HR.
2: Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It
3: was Aaron Rodgers' discussion about him and his yeah. future girlfriend, future wife, and how he was an alpha and me right. and Ken were betas. But again, like a true beta, wow. I didn't fight it.
0: Maybe
2: you guys are <laughs> Sigmas. Oh, uh, man. What does that mean? So, and, or maybe you're gammas. I don't remember what gammas are. But it's just sigmas, in the middle. Sig- sigmas are kind of, they have alpha energy, but they don't necessarily have to be the yeah. alpha. They, but
0: I proved that I'm a beta by not even arguing that I wasn't a beta to Courtney, the marketing director. Well, because you're
3: definitely not an alpha if you have to argue for yourself.
2: Oh, This is true.
3: I am so confused. This uh, is true. But but I, I at one time...
1: Dang, I thought that they
2: called you a beta I know. to your face. <laughs> My
0: face, and I didn't do bleep a <laughs>
2: Well, but no, that showed restraint. You yeah, know what, like next, a true alpha. <laughs> next time, next time, you can call them
0: misandrist. What is that? Am I going to get fired for that? No. Oh, okay. The
2: fact that I said it on the radio. You know how nervous I am about saying anything <laughs> that might get the FCC. I just, I just,
0: just want to make sure
2: a misandrist is the opposite of a misogynist.
0: Oh, okay. All right, Miss Handrist. I'm going to write that down. Actually, spell
2: that. Um, <laughs> but I, I thought that
0: Vivi, like, it would be special. My wife, uh, if I, if I got her tickets to a Panthers game, but not just any tickets, um, on the glass. Ooh. Oh. And she had always said, like, "Hey, I want to go to a Panthers game. I want to hang out. It'll be good." Um, but instead of just asking for like a favor, and we have plenty of relationships with the Panthers, mm-hmm. it was like a random Panthers Winnipeg game. I just went and bought the tickets. This was right before the holidays. And I spent like
3: three hundred a piece. That's alpha energy right there. Uh,
0: no, that's
1: dumb. <laughs> dumb energy.
2: That's where that is. That's uh,
0: stupid. I like a stone in, but that's alpha right there. Spend nah. that money, and and Keely's like, that's dumb as hell. Yeah. Why would you do something like that? Yeah. But when I told Vivi that I had spent that money, she was she had the same reaction as Keely. Like she was appreciative. It was going to be fun, <laughs> but like, why? And then she's like, "Did you ask anybody at the station first? I was like, "No." She's like, "Why?" <laughs> but again, I don't like bothering people with stuff. But you can imagine with Duke. Say I really wanted to go, instead of like trying to phone in a favor to a connection I have in college basketball, I probably just pay five thousand dollars. Like I'm here,
3: I can. Uh, it'll be worth it. It's only money. That's what I say all the time. It's only money. Now I wonder if the students are going to get in free or how that's going to go. Students pay for their tickets at Duke, I think. I don't know no, I think they do the Cameron crazies, mm-hmm. pretty sure they do we could you could shave that beard and we could try to get in as students
2: uh, I, I am we're
3: student height, me and you yeah, that that is a fact
2: i am I am. Saddened by this, Ken. We're gonna have to work on your moxie. <laughs> oh, you Because know, the I, I I'm that way too, though. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to feel like I'm always asking people for stuff. Uh-huh. But sometimes I'm like, you know what? The worst they can tell me is no.
0: Yeah. Um. Uh, by the way, uh, just <laughs> just got to uh, just got a a text from Dom, our uh, one of our outstanding marketing consultants who I love dearly, and she's like, I I handle the Panthers account. If you ever want to go to a game, why don't you just like talk to me? <laughs> They'll re embarrass See? you 300 bucks.
2: <laughs> See? Dom's saying, I'm not going to do that. Oh,
0: man. I am an idiot. So,
2: Dom, I'll let you know when I want to go. I'll, uh, take, I'll take the kiddos. God. That'd be something fun for them to go to. Well, I guess my
0: question off of this, though, is, well, now that I've embarrassed myself and exposed myself, what's the No more the than most... usual. <laughs> That's a great point. What's the most you <laughs> have spent to go to a sporting event? Not, not concessions, not parking, but straight-up tickets. What is the the most you have spent to get into a sporting event? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweet at me, at KLV1063. I can't be alone. I can't be alone in this because mine is over $600 for a Panthers on the glass with my wife. But
2: you didn't have to. (laughs) That's the thing. Because I was even thinking, oh, I went to some Giants games in San Francisco. Did I buy those tickets? And I was like, nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh-uh. Went on dates. so nope. What
0: is, the, what is the most you have paid for tickets to go to a sporting event? At least make me feel better about myself. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. It is Thursday. That means our show queen is here. She is Keely Ferguson, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Lavica. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Oh,
1: it get it from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVeca Live on ESPN 1063. We're presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. It's a sad state of affairs when I I, I open myself
0: up and I, I tell the world that I, I paid over $600 for seats on the glass to a Panthers game as a gift for my dear wife and it's led to sympathy texts from teammates here at ESPN West Palm <laughs> to uh, to tell me uh, bro you don't have to do that what are you doing why why are you doing that listen that's just me i don't like to
2: it, i don't like to intrude yeah but see you don't tell the rest of the story <laughs> The rest, of the, the rest of the story for those that might have just joined us is Ken paid $600 <laughs> for tickets to a Panthers game on the glass for his wife when he could have gotten them for free.
0: <laughs> I mean, that is if a key, key part of the story. If Ken would have
2: paid $40 for those tickets, I'd have been like, cuz, you could have had you could have gonna got say, $40 worth Kee- of
0: concessions. Keely would have been mad if I if I spent $40. That's exactly yes. right. But, but Stone, you say that's just alpha stuff right there. Money is no object to please my
3: queen, right? Yeah, I mean, it's total alpha <laughs> stuff. Like, I don't need any favors. I You pull out the wallet, show it off to Vivi. We're going, we're sitting on the glass, baby. Hey, babe.
0: baby, baby, this is on me. This is on me. This is on me. Even don't though you...
3: I'm sure after you dropped 600 dinner <laughs> was a lot less fancy. Well, the problem is, too, is that she,
0: has con- she basically kind of controls my, my finances. She pays, you know, she, she has access to my bank account, so we can get bills paid, and she can get the the mortgage money back and all that stuff. So uh
2: in the manosphere, actually, is that, they would is is call that, that, uh,
0: that they
2: would call that SIP behavior sip in beta. the manosphere. <laughs> I'm not saying it is, or is it. I'm just telling you what hey, the manosphere nym
0: say. She makes more money than I do, so <laughs> she handles all that stuff. Okay, I pay my part. She just makes sure that she I transfers my part. She pays. She transfers the like money where roommates. it needs to go. Yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> roomie, roomie, I'm ready to pay rent. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> how it is. uh What's the most you have spent? to go to a sporting event mine is over six hundred dollars to go to the panthers game and sit on the glass against winnipeg what's the most that you what's the most that you have spent to go to a sporting event 888 760 let's head to west palm that's where keith is keith is on ken levic alive hey keith hey how are you doing ken good buddy I spent $3,300 to see the
1: Giants beat the Patriots, and i do it every day of my life.
3: Oh, hell yeah. Uh,
0: So, when did you make that decision to go to that Super Bowl? When did you make that decision? Well, my family are season ticket holders for over 50 years. Okay. My brothers
3: controlled the tickets. They were going to the game, so I waited and found out where their seat was,
1: and then I bought a seat directly behind them on StubHub. So, three boys got together. We were in our 60s, had the time of our life. My
3: wife was the biggest force saying, You need to go. This is what you live
0: for. So, it was easy decision. That is uh <laughs> nice. that's a, and you know what that makes a whole lot more sense than Panthers Winnipeg on a Friday night. Agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that one right there, that's money well spent. It it, it is. That's a success story of paying an exorbitant amount of money mm-hmm. to go see a, a a sporting event. And I'm not trying to diminish the Panthers. And I will I don't care. In the playoffs, I will pay over $600 to go see the Panthers in the playoffs
2: when you could get it for free. <laughs> You well, just don't make sound oh, financial no, I, decisions, I, I've decided. I, <laughs> I'm going to call your wife. This is why your wife controls the budget, because you do not make sound uh, financial decisions. I, I,
0: I tried to like play it off as, oh, she makes more money. No, no, no. That's because I am terrible with my
3: money. <laughs> hey, it's only money. Making it rain and Keith, Keith's, <laughs> Keith's <laughs> wife was happy and said, "Hey, you need to go." Your wife was again, like, "Again, y'all the hell? are not hell. telling
2: the whole story." And again. He went to random regular season <laughs> Panthers, Winnipeg, <laughs> and paid six hundred dollars when he could have oh. got him for free. Keith went to the Super Bowl <laughs> in his sixties
3: and saw history. <laughs> and
0: saw history, right?
2: Cut it out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ricky is in West Palm. What's up, Ricky?
3: Hey, Ken. So, real quick story for you. I think the most expensive tickets are the ones you can't get, right? Yeah. So, we're sitting in Colorado in 2019, Saturday afternoon, about 4.30. And Tiger is looking like he has a chance to win the Masters. Uh-huh. Buddy I'm sitting next to says, hey, I've got a friend that's got two tickets. I'm going to call him up real quick. Calls him up. He says, hey, I want to buy your Sunday Masters ticket. says, can't afford him." He goes, I'll give you nine grand a piece. Oh done God. the deal over the phone right there in the bar, and then he still had to book the private plane to fly out that night. Wow! <laughs> oh, wow. Got to Augusta the next morning about seven o'clock, drove straight up to Augusta National, walked every single hole with Tiger. Tiger wins. Oh my Dude God. says it's the best money he's ever spent in his life. Rick yeah, nine on a grand, level, oh my nine God. grand a Nine grand ticket for two tickets. Eighteen thousand. And the PJ and I sat right next to him in the bar when he made the deal. Run I don't
1: so even God.
0: worry about that. Hey, uh, Ricky, feel free to to, to call <laughs> back in later in the week. And right. uh, I want to be connected with some of your friends. Right. Your your circle of friends is a whole lot more <laughs> yeah. uh, beneficial than mine is. <laughs> Appreciate the call, Ricky. Uh, 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. I'm glad that our contributions to most expensive sporting event you've paid to go to, you've got the Giants beating the Patriots in the Super Bowl. You've got Tiger winning the Masters and, and me Panthers Winnipeg on a Friday night. <laughs> <Yeah>. And
2: couldn't and <laughs> couldn't even take your wife to Morton's after because you spent six hundred dollars on bought Panthers her Winnipeg. Leave me alone. Right. She bought had nachos. bought the woman nacho, but you know what? You could have bought her if you would have gotten the tickets for free from Dom. A tomahawk. You could right. <laughs> Instead, the woman had nacho. And you probably couldn't even get oh, an okay. extra cheese Whatever. at that point. I gave her two
0: kids, all right? She's Keely Ferguson, WP, Devenu, 5, WFLX, Fox 29. I'm Kevin LeVick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3, and I'm ashamed.